KYW Original Podcasts. This is a Flashpoint Extra. I'm Flashpoint host, Cherry Gregg. Flashpoint is sponsored by the Gift of Life donor program, Organ Donors Save Lives. Register today at donors1.org. everybody. I have a very interesting case for you. Imagine driving and possibly cutting someone off. They yell at you, you yell at them, and then you go home. You think the little scuffle is over, but then cops show up at your home. They arrest you and lock you up, and you get charged with a number of crimes. Well, that is what 25-year-old Cassandra Franklin claims happened to her last September. She had an altercation with an assistant Philadelphia district attorney named Anthony Bochy. At the time, he was head of the homicide unit in that office. Eventually, the attorney general was brought in and all charges against Franklin were dropped. But she claims he abused his power to terrorize her and try to ruin her life. So her attorneys have filed a lawsuit against Mr. Rochi and several Philadelphia police officers. Cassandra Franklin and her lawyer, Lynn Nichols, are here to discuss this case. Welcome to Flashpoint. It's been about a week since there was a lawsuit filed against Assistant District Attorney Anthony Bochi, as well as several Philadelphia police officers involving an incident um, with Miss Cassandra Franklin. Um, could you tell, first of all, I want to start with you, Lynn. Could you tell me about this lawsuit? Well, we have filed a lawsuit on Cassandra's behalf in order to have her compensated for what we believe was a false arrest based upon a lie. So we are seeking to have Cassandra provided with relief from the court so that the incident which led to her arrest is exposed for what it was. Cassandra was subjected to an arrest that caused her to be incarcerated for a period of time during which she was charged with felonies, aggravated assault being the main one initially. And had the case not been transferred to the attorney general's office, she would have faced 10 to 20 years in jail. The attorney general's office ultimately withdrew, they dropped those felony charges, and then they completed their investigation and withdrew all of the charges against her. Mm-hmm. And to this day, none of those police officers, nor Assistant District Attorney Anthony Bochi, has ever informed the court that any of those charges were false. Not, not one of them. So Cassandra had to live with losing her job. Anthony Bochy apparently went out to Montgomery County and had her license restricted so that she could not drive. As a result of that, she basically lived in her house in fear for six months, not knowing when she came outside whether or not the police were gonna be there again because he followed her to her house, had the police come, they towed her car, and they took her down to the roundhouse. No one ever explained to her other than that she was being taken for investigation of a homicide. No one ever explained to her why 
she was being taken to the police administration building. Yeah. The fear and terror that she had to experience that night because of nothing is why we are following this lawsuit. Yeah. Cassandra, thank you for being here. You were, this goes back to September 17th, 2020. Uh, just a day you were just driving down the street right. and your life has, it, it changed drastically. Yeah, so it was just, basically I picked up my friend Jasmine. We were going to my house to hang out before we went to some open mic night, like an open mic event. And we were just going home like a normal old Lincoln Drive, normal. And then I saw him there. I put my blinker on and made the proper made the proper lane switch to my exit. But then he just proceeded to follow me. Followed me. Started screaming, "Black feet, black bees! Can't have to drive!" Screaming through the window, and I was just terrified. That already scared me because then after from first driving, first he came from driving on the side of my car on the dirt road, like because on Lincoln Drive it's only two lanes. If I'm in the right lane, you're on the dirt. If you're really driving next to me, so he was riding his motorcycle in the dirt, screaming at us. Um, saying we can't drive. Then he met me at a light, came through the middle of oncoming traffic, like in the middle lane of traffic, and then blocked my car off and then reached into his leather jacket running off of his motorcycle. He was not wearing anything but plain clothes. I thought I was, I really thought I was going to get killed, honestly. I didn't know what was going on. So out of fear, I was already gone. So I was scared from that moment. And then to go home and then have 10 minutes later, six, seven, eight cop cars and black vehicles and this and that piled up beside my door, even more fear. And like, even to this day, honestly, I'm like paranoid, like everywhere I go. Like I was never this paranoid before. Now I'm just like anxiety ridden and paranoid, even of the police, of even traffic. Like I drive extra careful. I was careful before, but now I'm like, I don't know anything can happen. So I'm just like, yeah, a little flustering. You were arrested as your attorney mentioned you were taken from your home. Yes. You were booked and incarcerated. Yes. Just the emotions that you went through uh, at that time. When I, when I think about it, I still do have like painful flashbacks and get like nervous because it was scary. I was terrified the entire time. For one, I didn't know why they were in front of my door. For me, it's just a normal incident that happens to traffic. You know, into your lane, you go home. Nothing ever really occurs from that. If that, you get a ticket, if anything. A ticket is all you really get for an accident like that, incident like that. So to then now being told that I'm being arrested for a homicide, I asked them, who did I kill? They couldn't tell me nothing. They just asked me who was my name and then they wouldn't tell me anything else. I said, I said yes, I am Cassandra. And I was just terrified. I didn't know what to believe. I was calling my friend, I was crying. Um, yeah. It was just overwhelming. I felt like I was in a movie, honestly. <laughs> um, and what was it like between the time that this happened, these charges, as your, as your attorney mentioned, you could have, you were facing serious time behind bars. Yeah. So when they arrested me, they arrested me in front of my home. They took me to the back of the police wagon. Um, they told me I was being taken for homicide. They wouldn't say anything else. They towed my car. Um, I tried to stop them from towing my car and ask them, what did I do? And they said, oh, we've been taken for investigation of murder. And then I'm like, okay, so I'm crying, I'm crying, terrified. Like, I'm not even from Philly to start. I'm from Jersey. So I'm like, who did I even do anything to, please tell me. And it just was very frightening. And then when they booked me and they put me into the, incarcerated me, I was detained and spoke to no one. They didn't give me an interview. They didn't let me give my side of the story. They didn't tell me, you know, usually if you get arrested, you, you speak to a detective and they say, okay, you know what you're being arrested for, da, 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 and you give your side. I didn't get to speak to anybody. They literally just put me into a cell. So honestly, I felt like I was gonna be like Sandra Bland, like how she, she, she passed away from a, a car incident, like a traffic stop. 
I really didn't know what was going to happen to me. So it really was frightening. I was crying the whole time in the cell. I was shaking. I, I didn't, I couldn't sleep. Like I'm about to cry now, but it's just, just like, it was overwhelming. It really was overwhelming. And like, um, just to feel like you're not a person and like something like, and like when I'm being told it's like homicide and it's like, am I going to die here? Am I going to stay in jail for the rest of my life? Like I have a kid. I want to go home. I didn't yeah. do anything. This is rare that people push it through. Cause you filed complaints. You've, you know, taken every step that you could and pursuing this. And then finally, of course, your, um, your charges were dropped. What was that day like when you found out? Honestly, it's relieving, but at the same time, it's still not enough because Voshi did not lose anything. I lost my job. I couldn't work. I couldn't drive my car. I couldn't make any money. I couldn't even go pick up my kid anymore. I couldn't do anything that made me be a person that he took my rights, even though the charges are dropped, he still took parts of me away. People can't see this, but Cassandra has tears coming down her face right now. I mean, this is still, this is months after. Uh, it, yeah, but it, it felt great. It felt very good. When I saw that it was being dropped, I was like, good, because I really was terrified that I was going to go to jail. And the fact that Bochi came to my Montgomery County and then tried to make my DUI into a bigger situation and revoke my bail and get me more, I felt like I really was going to go down the hole for just the traffic incidents. I felt so good. My lawyer, Lynn, she sent me the, uh, the link to the article, and I was like, Ah, like, thank God, like, I, I'm free, but in a sense, I don't fully feel like it's over. Like, I don't, I kind of, I live a little bit paranoid. I I don't, I don't feel safe when I go outside my house, really. I, I was never really afraid of police. I used to want, I, used to, I went to college for criminal justice. I used to want to be a cop. Now I'm terrified of them just from this incident. So I just, I'm grateful, but I still, like I said, this, with the suit, I feel like, nothing has been done for him to get his end of the stick because he put all these false charges on me made me look like a bad person dragged my name this crazy road rage woman and but then you still didn't even lose a pay cut you didn't lose anything really just the title of what you're doing so i'm very grateful but at the same time i feel like voting should some type of repercussion for what he did yeah. And um, we, you know, he still has a job, makes good money for his job mm -hmm. and you lost your job. Yeah. Um, like, what is your life like now? Like, cause it seems like you're still upset, like visibly upset by yeah, that. I get anxiety. I don't sleep sometimes. I kind of have a fear of when I go outside because the way they are ganged up in front of my house, like now they all know my house. They know, they, they know my apartment. I don't know if someone's watching me. I don't know. It just makes me feel paranoid and fearful. Like, and, because I know Bochi was like a, a top person to be able to pull all these little strings to come and get little old me, I'm just terrified now. And the fear, the fear that I felt when they were arresting me, when I was in the cell, when they took my car and kept it for nine days, they wouldn't even tell me where my car was. They told me it was being investigated and you have to find a lawyer to get it. They wouldn't even give my car back even when I got out of jail. So it was just so much stress that when I go back into it, I felt, I get like a little like a PTSD where I just feel like I can't breathe. And then like, I feel like I'm back in that moment where the lights are in my face and I'm like about to get booked. And I'm like, that's just not fair. No one should have to feel like that. Yeah. And so you decided with the help of your attorneys to, to press this, file a lawsuit. Why do you want this lawsuit to go through? We know, but we don't know how many people really go through this. 
how many people have really suffered from the hands of police officers who use their power and use any type of string and pull they have to manipulate black people mostly honestly life um you don't really see honestly white people really go into situations like this getting locked up for a car incident or things like that killed and you don't see this so it's just i feel like i want to one stand up for myself because i was i was i was a victim i was the victim he was not the victim i was because for something so small as just going to your own lane now i'm assaulting i'm doing all this and now you 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 came after me like, like we're in the era of george floyd brianna taylor sandra bland all the all these people who've lost their lives for nothing and i really was terrified that i would be one of them going into a jail cell and not speaking to a detective that right there had my brain and just going to jail for anything was just had me going crazy but i feel like i'm going to stand up for myself and stand up for those who've been put in the system unjustly um those who are sitting in jail now for things they haven't done just simply because someone had a bad day and i feel like i want to stand up for those and for myself yeah Lynn, why is this lawsuit in your eyes important and what type of precedent are you hoping to set by putting this out there? This lawsuit is important because as Cassandra said, how many other individuals are there like her who don't have the courage to stand up for themselves? And in our community, in our city, we have hundreds of individuals, thousands I'm sure, who have experienced the same types of incidents and they haven't had the courage to come forward and they don't have someone to speak up for them. And we need to let them know that they don't have to suffer that way. We wanna set a precedent for holding individuals accountable when they use their power to abuse the process. You can't do that. And as she said, this is impactful for her because of what it's done and what it continues to do. In her mind, every day that she has to relive this, it's more trauma for her. It's more pain, more anxiety that she lives in her life. And she shouldn't have to live like that. Wow. She has the right to be happy, to be sad, like every one of us, and to live our lives just like we do, but she shouldn't have had to suffer because as she said, someone may have had a bad day. And I just wanna be clear, nobody was injured in this incident. Not no. one person was injured. He was not injured in this incident. You were not injured. People have these types of road issues all the time. One person believes somebody else cut them off. People, you know, pop a bird at different people, whatever. And then they go on about their lives. So, and you're seeking damages here? Yes, are we are. We're seeking monetary damages. And we're seeking for her to, you know, receive what we believe, you know, money can change some things. It won't ever change this whole emotional impact, but it will help them to learn that they can't use their power. They can't, you can't make a decision to have the police come and surround a citizen's house because of an argument over nothing. You can't do that. So that is the message that has to get sent. They have to be held accountable. 
Yeah. Now, in addition to uh, Vochi, uh, ADA Vochi, there's also a number of police officers, a couple of uh, DOE officials that are unnamed um, because, uh, and, and there's a civil conspiracy claim here because all of them, according to the complaint, uh, Lynn, worked together to terrorize this, to terrorize Ms. Franklin. That's absolutely correct. We named a high-ranking police official. We named a sergeant who actually, when Ms. Franklin came out to find out what happened, approached her and swung at her, causing her phone to come off her face and fall to the ground. She was on the phone with someone. And we named other police officers who were out there and also participated in her arrest. I mean, they had about five or six police officers just to arrest her. And this was all at the direction of Anthony Bochi and the other high-ranking individual that we named in our suit, as well as some of the other ranking officers that were out there to come and develop the story for why she needed to be arrested. Because frankly, she should have never been arrested. There should have never been an arrest in this case. And they towed her car. Yeah. There was no reason to tow her car either. So that, you know, it was all done for one purpose at the direction of Assistant District Attorney Anthony Gochi. So yes, there's a civil conspiracy in there because of that. Is there an effort now? Because I mean, do you think criminal charges should have been brought against Vochi? That's a discussion that I think should be had with law enforcement um, in terms of the attorney general's office. If they want to look into that, you know, that's a discussion that they need to have about that because there were decisions made here to charge her with crimes, crimes now, based upon someone's word. And there was no corroboration of it so that there, as she said, she was never asked her side of the story about what happened. So this could have all ended long ago had someone actually sat down with her that night, but they didn't do that. They allowed this information to be used to charge her and they never looked at whether or not it was sufficient. Yeah. It was not sufficient. So if that's the basis for criminal charges, that's a decision they need to make. Uh, will there be federal claims to come? And do you think this is something that could eventually include a suit against the, the, the DA's office, against the police department? Because like you said, people still haven't come clean on this. And that's also discussions that we are gonna have with Cassandra about those claims and whether or not you know we wanna pursue claims in federal court. So yes, that's not something that has been closed on yet. So we will have those yeah. discussions. Yeah. And as we wrap up, Cassandra, I, I, I see you sitting here. I mean, you'll, you have a very uh, strong advocate in Lynn over here. She yeah. understands this, this office and the processes and how it should have happened. And when you hear that he's still working there, mm -hmm. that he's still getting paid. Good money too. That's what I'm saying. He didn't really lose anything. I feel like people who do evil things like this one need to be caught for their actions. How many times we go to jail, we get caught, we, we get caught up in things, we do things wrong, we go, we pay for our actions. Every action has an equal but opposite reaction. And I feel like he needs his reaction after what he did. I, I'm grateful that I lost my charges, but he still needs to be accountable for what he did to me. 
Yeah. So as we wrap up, anything else you want to add? Um, you know, any message to the community? I just want to say I'm grateful for Keir, Lynn, um, Mr. Hill, everyone um, for being with me during all this. No one ever really steps up and, fix, and says something and makes a complaint and really pushes through because we're all scared. We actually knew that we had a voice or felt like we did. Many more people probably will and not go through the injustice that we go through. But I just feel like I just want to be a voice for those that don't come out and stick up for themselves. The world may push you down, knock you over, but as long as you have good people standing behind you and you know you're a good person, you shouldn't have to worry and don't be afraid. Yeah. Well, with that, I want to say thank you so much to you, uh, Cassandra Franklin, also to you, Lynn Nichols, for coming on Flashpoint and for, you know, sharing your story. I appreciate it. Everybody wanted to let you know that I did reach out to the Philadelphia Police Department, the Philadelphia DA's office, and the Fraternal Order of Police all declined to comment, citing the pending litigation. I also reached out to Mr. Rochi and did not get a response. I also reached out to the city and a spokesman declined to comment. Mr. Rochi was confirmed as an employee of the DA's office as of the filing of the lawsuit. This has been a Flashpoint Extra. Flashpoint is KYW News Radio's weekly public affairs show. It airs on 1060 a.m. every Saturday night at 930 and every Sunday morning at 830. You can subscribe to the podcast by logging on to the radio.com app, Apple Podcasts app, or other platforms. All you have to do is search Flashpoint. You can also find us on the web at kywnewsradio.com slash Flashpoint. 